All right. Hey guys, welcome to 12 Questions. Woo, woo, woo. We're recording. It's amazing. Dog days of summer. Guys, welcome my co-host. You know him, you love him, Mr. Dave Yates. Hey everybody, Dave Yates in the digital space. How are we? I love it. Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, just, you know, another another groundhog day of <laughs> quarantine. And guys, that's Dave in a good mood. I, uh, <laughs> Dave, can you read our clarity statement before we get started with our amazing guests? Sure, I'll not. T- I'll try not to soil the clarity statement with my good mood. <laughs> Welcome to Twelve Questions Podcast. We're a podcast where we believe that growth and recovery isn't just for clean and sober people. Our mission is to share our experiences and growth by also interviewing guests who do the same. We're not affiliated with AANA or any other 12-step organization. 12 Questions has absolutely no opinion on the use of drugs or alcohol by anyone. We are simply two people that happen to be in recovery that want to interview people about their own life experiences. Although some of our guests may be clean and sober, some of them are not or choose not to divulge. The purpose of the podcast is to learn more about ourselves. We only hope that you can learn more about yourself and each other by listening. (laughs) Yay! Guys, I'm very, very, very excited for today's guest. And we always allow our guests to um, introduce themselves how they see fit. Because if you want to stay anonymous, if you want to like come on as Batman, we give you that option. Um, So who are we speaking with today? Hey, Matt. Ah, <laughs> uh, there he goes. He, go- he gone. He gone. <laughs> that's, that's, oh. the, that's, the, that's the cost of the Zoom. The, the cost of the Zoom, man. The cost of the Zoom. Very excited. If you are listening uh, to this podcast and we decide to keep this hot, hot banter and while we wait for Matt to come back, man, it has been for this girl, it has been a recovery last couple of weeks. Mama finished a four step that felt like her soul was breaking in half. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Woo. The most thorough one I've ever done. It only took about, you know, 17 years and some change to get, to get to a place where I could really look at some shit. Uh, it's been a, it's been a good time. It's been a good time swimming through those fears right now. How you doing? Ah, I'm I'm living the dang old dream. I feel I feel happier than I sound. I guess. Uh, so that's a that's a plus. Um, you know, can't complain I, really. Yeah, good enough for government inspection. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I uh, I left my debit card at uh, a restaurant yesterday, and I uh, I had to have uh, a search. And a meditation, and then a, a call, and then I found where the debit card was. Hey, you know what? That's pretty good. No. <laughs> yeah, instead of like freaking out and canceling uh, the debit card, I, I did a little meditash, and I and I, I realized that it's probably at the restaurant. And I looked, and no one was buying frivolous items that I wasn't already purchasing. So uh, that's what we did with it. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Don't panic. 
that's the uh man you you know what i heard the other day in a meeting that blew my goddamn mind what um urgency is not of god what ah i was like what kind of weird chinese proverb is that it really helped though because i was like because when i'm really rushing around i'm like usually like ah self-will monster um so good I'm I'm texting with Matt and I see his name is there. I'm like, it says you're in. Are you in? He's we're gonna in. have to, we're gonna have to scrap this. I know. You know what? Well, he's getting all uh yeah, reacclimated yeah. and all right. stuff. Can you hear me? I can yeah. hear you. You sound okay. beautiful, Matt. Hi. Uh, uh, hello. I don't know what happened. And all of a sudden it sure started saying there's a problem with the audio and relaunch and okay. you guys froze. That happens. Oh, that happens. Yeah. I, um, when I originally said, notice I had to send you two links. Uh, there's something I've rebuilt this computer. And when I set something near one side of my computer, it'll crash things sometimes. And sure enough, it crashed the zoom. I was like, you little old clunker of a computer. Um, but, uh, okay, let's hop in again. Let's do you. Okay. I think we can still keep, I think we can still keep the intro. I think we're good on the intro. We could just start from. I uh, I, I deleted my file. <laughs> Why? Because we're we're scrapping it. We'll just run through it again. Oh, for the love of Pete. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I am. Okay, Anna. Dave. Matt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 12 Questions. My name is Annabelle Zuela, and I'm very excited to podcast today. Uh, hopefully, the, the Zoom demons, they, they are with us. We'll burn some sage. We'll make sure that the digital space is kind to this podcast. Guys, you know him. You love him. Here's my co-host, Mr. Dave Yates. Hey, everybody. Dave Yates here. Good to be in the digital space amongst the demons. Yeah. Um, Dave, uh, can you read that beautiful clarity statement for us? Sure can. Welcome to 12 Questions. We're a podcast where we believe growth and recovery isn't just for clean and sober people. Our mission is to share experiences and growth by also interviewing guests who do the same. We're not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, or any other 12-step organization. 12 Questions Pod has absolutely no opinion on the use of drugs or alcohol by anyone. We're simply two people that happen to be in recovery that want to interview people about their own life experiences. Although some of our guests may be clean and sober, some of them are not or choose not to divulge. The purpose of the podcast is to learn more about ourselves. We only hope that you can learn something about yourself and each other by listening. I love it. I love it. I am uh, so excited to have our guest uh, today. And we always allow our guests to introduce themselves unless they want to, you know, keep it anonymous and say they're the Monopoly man or something fun like that. Uh, Who are we speaking with today? My name is Matt McCarthy. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, super funny comedian, amazing. I know you from a historical roast. You're always playing the funniest character and killing it. I adore you. Um, I know you. They 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 give me the crappiest character, and then I I screw them every time by making it great. 
But that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. It's such a it's such a fun and awkward experience. I'm always envious of people who can do like characters because I found out through doing historical roast time. I'm butt at characters. I'm a big booty. I'm like, oh, no, I got to work on that. <laughs> what did you do when we were there? Oh, my God. I've done. Um, oh, for the love of Pete. I've done the Harry Potter ones. Um, yeah. I've, oh, they I've, hated us. At, oh. Was that one at the belly room? Yeah. Oh, they hated us. They hated us. They, they hated were like us. hardcore Harry Potter fans and they didn't understand what a roast was. No. <laughs> and I was like, I was Hermione. So like every joke I made uh, about, um, I don't know, the, the ginger kid. <laughs> the ginger kid yeah. of the story. <laughs> uh, they hated it. Uh, they hated it with their whole hearts. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Fun fact, when I was reading those books, I pronounced it Hermione in my head head until the first movie came out and i'm like oh i'm a fucking idiot it's not hermione i did that too with game of thrones like when i first saw game of thrones i was like i've read all these books and i've been calling everybody the wrong shit in my brain the entire time uh it was very fun a very fun thing uh so we're all dorks is what we just found out yeah <laughs> yeah we're, we're all we're all nerding it out here uh and let's let's hop right in let's, yes. let's get with it let's get deep in these questions uh so matt uh first question what does surrender look like to you oh geez i mean it looks like i'm not trying to you know steer the boat anymore I got to just, <laughs> that's surrender <laughs> to me. Surrender is so much easier than trying to uh, convince myself and everyone around me that I know what's up and I'm <laughs> in charge. Uh, I had no idea how exhausting that was and how useless it was, mm. you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surrender's way better. <laughs> right? I love surrender. Right. I always, anytime I feel like, man, why does it feel like I'm running uphill on roller skates right now? I'm like, oh, I probably need to surrender something. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Oh my yeah. God. I always, I always like the, the little uh, colloquial phrase that you can either fight or be free. Yeah, <laughs> they always used to say when I was new, um, uh, you, Anna, you can run into that brick wall as long as you want to. <laughs> you'll climb wow. over it someday <laughs> and i was like mm. <laughs> you jerks <laughs> that's so good <laughs> what has been like your most insane moment either in or out of uh your your journey your like recovery journey my most insane moment um Could be insane good, could be insane bad. I know, I'm trying to, I mean, because when I think insane, I think of, you know, the insanity of thinking it's going to be different this time or, you know, that, that classic definition of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, um, which is a lot of what recovery has been for me is to unlearn all those things that you know i thought were gonna work and yeah but i should probably say something you know that type of that type of shit mm -hmm. um 
I mean, I think the it, it it's the the most insane thing for me is like that the um that kind of karate kids, you know, wax on, wax off shit like really works where it's like um if I take care of this stuff over here, it'll make this stuff over there easier and more manageable. Mm-hmm. Like somehow I'm I'm a more considerate person and my brain is quieter when I make my bed and do the dishes and like all the little things. Right. You mm-hmm. know, just it, it's, it's, which then le- makes it easier for me to think, well, what does this person need right now? Which was not, which was not a thought I would have outside of, well, out of manipulating someone mm. like, of well what does this person need right now and how can i be the person who provides it for them so that they see how amazing i am you know as opposed to now i'm doing it just so i feel good um you know letting go of of all that other shit type of thing which is it's it's insane i don't understand how it works but it's insane so you know. like when you were like ripping and running and stuff, you were, you were, uh, that kind of grifter guy who was always trying to impress or get over. Oh, completely. I would it's like just fueled by insecurity and, and, you know, any foolish attempt I could make to quickly assess like, well, what, what Matt McCarthy can I be in this moment so that I can delude myself into thinking I'm comfortable now? And, and it just, who, how, what, what do you want me to be? I'll be that real quick, you know? Yeah. Like, totally. Like, no. Well, in entertainment, that's a really valuable thing. You know, there's a lot of people, it, it, there seems to be a lot of, because I, I was in recovery before I came into it. And so there seems to be a lot of, will you please let us tell you who we want you to be and then like be the thing? And it's like, Ugh. Right. I, well, I mean, I think the flip side of that is, uh, you know, I drank and used my whole career because um, I started in comedy in 03 and then I got sober in the end of 2016. Wow. Um, and in the in the three and a half years since then is when I've, in life and then on stage, I've finally started to find out who I am mm. um, and connect with connect with that guy and learn to love that guy um, as opposed to I mean I have so many old like I, I, I there's there's a, there's a strange I have this strange love hate relationship with the cloud on my computer because sometimes I'll be looking for something that I wrote and it'll be this shit from like 10 years ago yeah and i'll start reading it and then i just i start going into that like that resentment of refeeling that time and it's that i have so many docs on my computer that are just page after page of trying to figure out what my persona is on stage like mm-hmm. when i'm doing stand up and like well, who am I? What am I? Who and and it's con- and constantly, you know, like a few years later, then it would just contradict itself and be like, no, you're this guy. You should be this guy all the time. And it's this this constant search of, 
who the fuck am I? Because I remember I, like a, a manager I had a few years ago, a couple years ago, um, and it did not work out. But the, the one thing I took away from that working relationship was uh, I'd sent her a set, like a long set. And she was like, uh, she's like, yeah, you're really funny, but I don't, I don't know who the hell you are. Mm. And I was like, I, at first I was really excited. I was like, great. She'll figure it out. You know, I'm like, awesome. You're, you're like the best manager ever. And instead there was, I, I didn't know who the fuck I was. Yeah. And there was so much disconnect from, you know, cause it, I, I'm sure plenty of shows, like people would walk away being like, yeah, he was funny, but I don't, I don't remember anything about him. Right. Yeah. You know, and there was no, cause I, I, I was always confused by people talking about like, well, what's your point of view? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just fucking trying to get to the other end of the tightrope and get the fuck out of here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know it was uh, hard for me to find out who I was because I fucking hated me. So I didn't know how to find who I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely. I, I didn't want to look because I fucking like I've said this before, but like you couldn't hate me more than I hated me. So right. why would I, why would I want to see who that is? Yeah, I'm not going to show you because I don't want to find out because I'm sure it's no good. Yeah. 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 What what happened with me is I was got it about 12 years. I um I I had always been that person who I was just sort of this silly muppet person that would kind of hop around and, you know, do a little like too much funny energy thing. And eventually I got cornered by both like the universe and my friends to just be like go and try this thing that you're obsessed with. And the minute I did it, I was like, oh, shit. This is why I don't belong at a nine-to-five job. And I wasn't any good at it, you know? But I was like, this, this, this is what my brain's been wanting to do, but has been too insecure and fearful to try. Um, so it's, it's, really, it's really fascinating that the same, like, the same um, fears and defects kind of motivate those uh, motivate those behaviors in different directions. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. It's really fascinating. Um, when, like, do, did you fight through that? Um, I know we're asking a little additional questions, but like, why not? Um, did you fight through that fear of not being funny if you made those changes or was it just like, I'm fucking done and I don't care. Um, you mean, was I worried that I wouldn't be funny any anymore if I was sober? Yeah. Um, I, I, that thought did occur to me, um, but only before... That, was, that, third, that thought only occurred to me when I was drinking and using. Like, I'd be like, you know, oh, who the fuck would I be? Or, you know, like worried about like you know, am I, will I have my guard up or I won't, it won't, you know, my, my inhibitions won't come out or any of that shit. But I, I, looking back now, it was all just more of my brain just being like, no, 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 no. There's no good reason to quit ever, ever, ever. Right. But when I finally did, um, get sober, um, my first thought was, oh my God, my comedy is going to be so much better now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like totally, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause it was, um, 
I mean, especially towards the end, like I would get so fucked up before I went on stage that it was like I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even focused on getting laughs. I was just so petrified on stage of just just let me recite this shit and hope I remember it all and then get the fuck out of here um, because it did not it was not working for me at all anymore and and combining it with um, performing was the worst like it was the worst because it was like it was two of the things that were supposed to be like made me happy you know performing and using and then uh, like and they weren't making me happy anymore mm-hmm. and trying to i mean fuck it was just like it did not relax me <laughs> anymore i was not i i always hear about like you know like like the story about keith richards writing satisfaction when he was blacked out and like he came to in the morning and the song was just on the tape recorder and he didn't remember playing it or writing it or recording Whoa. it. And I was always like, man, that is not my experience. I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never, and I chased that really hard of like, you know, but it's, it, what I wanted was to be free and to be loose and to be relaxed, which is, yeah. which is how I feel now. Um, so it was just this, like it, 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 so yeah, very quickly I was, you know, like, oh man. And also it's just like, I wouldn't be eating up so much time looking for, you know, to get high or to get drunk. And I would actually be, Mm -hmm. you know, participating in life and, and actually drawing material from there because there's so much of my time on stage i was just trying to like what's 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 something outrageous i can say or do or like something crazy or like instead of actually you know living a life and and observing it and letting things just come to me yeah um so yeah there was a lot so there was a lot of surrender in that as well yeah well then i mean it also aids like it also aids in in decision making you know like i never knew how to make decisions uh, and then it, it's easier for me to make those decisions, like I guess on stage, like which direction to go instead of steamrolling through the audience, you know? Um, and I mean, and just in general, like it's not just about being on stage, but like how do you make decisions like in life now? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot easier to make decisions now. I'll tell you that much. There's not, there's no panic anymore of like, because I'm not, because I'm not fucked up. I'm not all cloudy. I'm not all, and I'm also, you know, on a really good day, I'm not just thinking about myself. Mm. Um, There is a, Cause that's all I want is to just be fine, you know? Um, so I can actually play the tape through on, you know, decisions, but also, also the idea of 
well, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. like I was like, I, I was looking at something, uh, online and somebody was like, you know, a little panicky about how long the quarantine is going to be. And, you know, some articles about like, you know, the vaccine, even when it comes, it's not going to make that much of a difference. And, you know, it's just turning into this big, like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm like, all I got to, I'm doing Tuesday. Cause that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. Like right. I got friends in New York who are like, there's trees falling on our fucking shit. Yeah. You know, there's, there was an earthquake <laughs> like two or three nights ago. I'm mm-hmm. like, fucking if if wednesday rolls around then we all win because because yeah. because right now we're on tuesday and the idea of like well what's it going to be like in 2022 i'm like the fuck are you like that is that is not a place where i live anymore yeah you know? no like honestly the present is the only safe place for me right now yeah and I'm not saying I don't go into the future or the past because I will, but it's it's been a practice to you know bring the thoughts back to what am I doing today? What am I doing in the next hour? And it's a lot better for me that way. It's yeah. just making decisions in the present rather than making decisions like they're chess moves. And, and I guess for me, it's always like, you, you know, when you hear the fr- phrase like, oh, chess moves, like there's some like positive connotation to it. Like you're expected, you're, like you're making enough decisions in advance to move in a certain way. But it's like, it's, it's not chess. Like life is not chess. Any time I try to think that I know what the next vision is, I'm always completely way off. Yeah. My, my whole thing is like, I, I think I was too afraid to plan for a while but once I write the plan down, that's just leaving it up to a power greater than myself. That's it. It's like, I got the plan written down. I know the steps I need to take. And I'm pretty sure that like whatever is in my life will um, help aid that um, as long as I just suit up and show up. Um, because I've definitely fallen into the trap of like, well, we're in just, we're just in today. And it's like, yeah, but you gotta like, you know, it might be nice to have have a house or something at some point, you know, <laughs> it might be nice to like, <laughs> to like yeah. live yeah. in some prosperity requires a little bit of planning, but in, and the literature does say that it does say like, we think about at the end of the night, we think about what we're going to do tomorrow, you know, but like not yeah. in a way that's, it's the difference is, is not to do it in fear, you know, not to do it in like, mm-hmm. I'm going to worry and feel the worry monster and, uh, you know, and like suck up that emotional juice, which I think a lot of people have been doing for the last couple of months. I'm, I feel like everyone's burning out right now on that. Just like, okay, I'm, I've worried myself out. So yeah. what's- well, that's, it's, it's a disease of perception, you know, yeah. I mean, for me. So it's like, instead of saying, what are we going to do? It's, this is the same question of all right well what are we gonna do yeah Yeah. or or if i'm really serene i can get to the point of like well what are we gonna do yeah yeah what's your um most interesting thing that you've learned about yourself in these last three years (sighs) oh man i mean (laughs) i mean uh like if I, if I had to single out one aspect of who I am, because that's the, the most interesting thing I've 
learned is, you know, finding out who I am. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like people used to ask me about myself and I would always say like, well, you know, I like, uh, comic books and VHS tapes and the Grateful Dead. And, uh, it's like, well, those are interests, but that's not, that's not a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've, so what I've, what, what I've found is, you know, I'm, you know, um, I didn't realize how scared I was, uh, of, of, and was so motivated by fear um, all the time. And once, you know, all the substances and everything were out of my body, that really just fueled the fucking, you know, mm-hmm. the, the gas tank was full of fear of just seeing how, um, what a waste of time it was. Um, so it's, it's, it's been doubly interesting also finding out, um, that like, there's more time during the day than I, like, I, I used to say, I used to, I remember I said to a therapist once, I was like, I just wish there was more than 24 hours in the day. There's just not enough time. And she goes, well, maybe there's too much time. And I was like, Mm. I don't know what that means, but that just like, I'm mad at you now. <laughs> but now that I've like, you know, a buddy of mine says uh, when he wakes up in the morning, the first thing he does is he slows down. Mm. Like I got to slow down. I got to stop trying to live. It's kind of what we were just talking about is like, I, I need to, I got to learn how to stop trying to live my entire life in one day. Um, because I am, I can veer towards being overwhelmed um, because I I can be a little bit of a perfectionist in the in the sense of well if I can't do everything right now then I'm going to do nothing mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like I was always very intimidated by um, like I read but I would just I would just I would look at books and be like I would buy books and not read them mm-hmm. yeah and I, would, and I would look at them and be like well, there's no fucking way I could read all these books. And I'd be like, I'd like to read that book and be like, yeah, but while I'm reading that book, I'm not reading all these other books. And it's just like, but you're, you're still, you're not reading anything. You know, it's just like, it's just this one example of, yeah, you know, going one day at a time, going one page at a time of like, look, what, you know, I'm just doing Tuesday. I'm on page 317. Like that's, that's, that's enough. I heard something in a meeting the other day that blew my mind. Urgency is not of God. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, damn, damn. I like wrote it down immediately. Urgency is not of God. Oh, except when you have to pee really bad, then it's of God. Cause there's no feeling than urgently having to pee. So, (laughs) Guys, this is what you have to look forward to. You quit using, you quit drinking, and you're like, man, I've had to pee for an hour. This pee feels great. so good. Right. <laughs> Happy, joyous, and pee. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what uh, What's your level of like honesty in your life with yourself and others? Uh, it's at an all time high. Um, I mean, I'm. It's it's. <sighs> 
I don't really have um, very many secrets anymore, which is which is which is nice. Um, it's it's like for example, um, today was a day where you know my wife and I we have a four year old boy, and kind of in quarantine, we've been uh, trying to give each other breaks so it's kind of like one yeah. person kind of takes the lead one day and and then we trade off so i slept uh in this morning good for you thank you yeah um self-care baby yeah but uh at one point my wife came in the room just to get something out of the dresser and whenever i'm asleep i i forget like I, somehow when i go to sleep uh, like all my recovery vanishes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, and, and when I wake up, I have to fucking like restart everything mm-hmm. again. So, so that being said, she came in, and my first reflex was a panic of, "Oh God, what did she figure out? What did, what what did she discover that I was that I've been up to? You know, like what? Oh God, did did our did our that our son like finds some fucked up shit in my room, in my, in my office, in my desk or something like, Oh shit, shit. I'm fucking, I'm found out again. You know, this is all wow. in the course of like two, three seconds. And then when like the air starts coming in me and I, and I wake up a little bit, I'm like, Oh, right. No, that's not, that is not who I am anymore. There is no, there is no, awful shit that's you know that i've got stashed away somewhere or like i don't have to like like i was driving lyft for a spell and it was really strange being up late really late Mm -hmm. um and waking up the next morning because the my body sensory was like that's that's that 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 familiar feeling of only a couple hours of sleep and then yeah, the exhaustion yeah. yeah and then being like oh f- like ha- feeling that just nameless dread of like oh fuck what did i do and then trying to scramble in my brain like what did you do last night and i was like oh i drove around and, and picked people up and like earned some money for my family i wasn't up to anything i didn't mm-hmm. but it was just it was that strange you know, it's like sticking your fan, uh, sticking your feet in a sandbox, and like suddenly you're like you have a memory of being at the beach. It was that same thing of like coming home at four a.m. and then waking up at 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 eight and being like, "Oh fuck, you did it again." See, these are these sound like uh, relapse daydreams because I've ha- I, I I usually have the relapse dreams where I'm pretty sure that I drank as soon as I woke up, and right. then I have to go, wait a minute, no, that's not real because the dreams for me have never been like partying with rock stars and strippers. It's I'm at a comedy club and everybody's hanging out and then people look away and I sneak behind the bar and I chug. I'm like, ah, and then I put it back like nothing happened. That's my relapse dream. My relapse dreams are literally what I used to fucking do. They're never good. Real? Can I blow your mind? At some point, you guys will switch at a relapse dream. You'll go to a meeting and identify as a newcomer. That started happening around 10 years. <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> I can't even enjoy this. Cause I used to call my sponsor and be like, I had a relapse stream. She'd be like, I'm sorry, baby. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> She's like, do you have fun? And I was like, 
oh, I have the option to have fun. <laughs> but then I started having fun and then, um, and then taking myself to a meeting, <laughs> which is a real, real fun thing for my unconscious. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I'm even a square in my sleep. It's great. I, and I, Matt, I appreciate my, um, I worked uh, night shifts and rehabs for years. And I, when I'm in that state, it is very hard to be spiritual because it's like, it's not classified in the DSM as a sleep disorder working at night. And like, I would wake up, I, I almost, I would wake up in anger. So it would be like, if someone wakes me up, I'm like, oh, am I going to fight? Ah! And it's like, it's very, it's very interesting that like our kind of our primary go-to feelings can be triggered just by like waking up at an odd time or disrupting our sleep schedule stuff. But I guess that's why they say hungry, angry, lonely, tired, avoid that, you know? Right. But yeah. you had mentioned fear before. How do you experience like fear and anxiety? Like when you're in it, what's that like for you? Um, well, I've, I've discovered that, uh, it's, it's, it's because I'm thinking about what might happen. Like that's like all of my fear is, you know, what, what are people going to think? What, what are, you know, what it's, 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 it's all, it's never, it's never, it, I, I, the only time in my life that I've ever been scared in the present, and even then it was like we were running from a dog and like legit, like I slid across the hood of my friend's car, like out of the Dukes of Hazard to <laughs> yeah. get into the fucking car. It was crazy. But even then it was like, I'm afraid of the dog biting me. There was no... You know, even like a time like a like when I've broken bones, it's like I'm worried about what will the diagnosis be, and then what? Yes. It's always, and then they're like, "Well, you shattered your foot; you have to have surgery." And I'm like, "Oh my god, surgery! What's that gonna like?" It's it's never present. Yeah, never. Um, it's always like, "Oh fuck, what's the news going to be?" And then when I get the news, it's like, "Oh fuck, what am I? What's my mom gonna say? What's this? It's all." It's all in the future. And then finding out um, that how many emotions manifested, um, I mean, defects, but like how, how much of it was, was manifested because of fear. Like all the times I was angry is because I was scared. Um, that was a, a, a mind fucker when I was just like, oh shit, that was, that's what's, that what is what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like I'm angry because I'm scared of what they're saying or what they're thinking or, you know, that I'm not going to get what I want. I'm not going to, you know, what I have isn't good enough. I'm going to lose what I have. All that, you know, the irrational, um, self-centered fears, you know, I would just be pissed, you know, like, so-and-so's got so many Twitter followers more than me. It's just like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> that it means I'm no good, you know? Yeah. Or like, or times that I was, I like that sick satisfaction where I was like, this is supposed to make me happy. You know, now I have more Twitter followers than, than this other person, but it doesn't make me feel good. 
it's still I'm run by fear. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's so gross. It's such a fucking sticky poison. I'm it's just, just uh, it, it's so funny to me that, 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 like we look at the social media and the word followers, how we're just okay with that. Like that doesn't, like I have more followers than, you know, like, right. like, like I, I guess the opposite word of followers would be like leaders. So like, are the people with the followers, the actual leaders? It's like, it's like a hard thing to wrap your head around the verbiage hmm. behind it, that we're all just craving the most people to follow us to wherever like we're all trying to be our own little version of charles manson or something right (laughs) like if yeah it's like if if you had like you're essentially a cult leader at a certain point yeah and and i mean i i I know we're veering off topic it's just it's just for me it's like and it's not just because i don't have a lot of followers you know it's just it seems to me that like people with gobs and gobs of followers like it's it's literally like a digital cult like you've seen people like decide that someone needs to go and whoop, their their followers will handle it. Ah, I mean, and that's something we all want. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's crazy. I to get back to the fears, Matt. I just um, this is what I've been telling people in quarantine in our little basement, our basement coffee drinking cults. I'm like, if you're bored, rework your steps. Like, you're if you're bored, your sponsor's bored. Like just do your steps again. And I I just did this fourth step that was basically on the five years I've been doing standup. And it was the gnarliest thing I've ever written. And my sponsor handed me a list of 60 fears. She goes, before you even do the sixth step, you need to write these fears out because you are so full of fear in a way that like, I haven't seen you in years. And they're really like specific fears, you know, like beyond the fear of what will people think, but it always circles back down to like five fears, you know, abandonment, food, water, shelter, like that kind of stuff. And um, really being in that space for the first time where I can look at those fears and not feel like they're overwhelming me and just be like, yeah, I'm a human being. Human beings possess fear. If I didn't have fear, I'd run into traffic anytime I wanted to. I need a little bit of fear in my life, but I have enough like faith and um, courage to walk through those fears. The fact that I was doing stand-up with 60 fears raging in my heart at, at any given time, you know, is is proof that that the recovery is stronger than the monster inside. You know, it's proof that like we can walk through anything. So actually looking at the fears, that's a cakewalk. Walking on stage and having a panic attack, which I've done, that's not a cakewalk. So I'm willing to do the work, that the uncomfortable work of looking at the fears in the moment to get to those defects, which brings us to our next question. What defects are you working on right now? Like what's a thing that you're like still struggling with? Um... just patience um you know which is expectations um which is you know selfishness and Mm self-seeking um and dishonesty too 
because uh, I always come back to um, the dishonesty in, well, I would never do that, you know, when I'm bothered by someone. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm perfect. I wouldn't, I've never done that before ever. And then it's like, yeah, but fucking, you know. Yeah. Because it does come back to that thing of, well, uh, I want forgiveness. So I part. So the the only way that I will attain forgiveness is if if I ex- is is if I extend it to yes. others. Um. But you know, I mean, it's just um. Just working on acceptance of either accepting the situation for what it is or accepting that I need to remove myself from the situation. Um, but, you know, just trying to not let my my feelings be my higher power. And mm-hmm. like, because when I when I do that, then I feel the need to like express them in the moment at, you know, when they're just that, they're just a feeling. Mm-hmm. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. It's also not true just because I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, 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 it basically it boils down to, but I mean, it's, it's, I have such little interaction with the world anymore that it's really just applicable to, you know, uh, interacting with my wife or with, with uh, you know, my son and it's there are days when i have to remember oh wait no i'm the 40 year old he's the four-year-old and sometimes <laughs> you know i think it's the opposite mm-hmm. um so but it's 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 it, it, the 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 space between is getting shorter and shorter um and i'm 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 on i'm on to it a lot more than I've ever been Yeah. of, you know, of, well, wait, what's going on with me, you know? And, you know, it, the, 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 the principles are, um, terrific when applied to parenting because there is a lot of, you know, instead of just jumping straight to his part in something, um, like the, the, a great example is he was, uh, we were in the kitchen and he's standing on a chair yeah. and, uh, and he fell off the chair and I jumped straight to see, like, that's what I said to him, you know, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And, that was... and I heard like, like my dad all of a sudden was in the room, you know, I'm like, whoa, whoa when the fuck did that happen? And then he, my son, just like crosses his arms and puts his head down and goes, leave me alone. And I was like, well, fuck. I know that feeling. I know that feeling. So I was like, I jumped way too, I jumped ahead on, you know, so I, I had to go back to, you know, what happened? How did it affect you? And then what was your part? So I was like, I was like, let me, let me restart. And I'm like, are you okay? For, that should yeah. have been the first thing I said. Yeah. Are you okay? Yes. Uh, instead of being right, 
you know, which is, yeah. which is, which is often a place I want to get to as fast as possible. Like hey, everybody sees that I was right. Huh? Yeah. So I went to, uh, are you okay? Does anything hurt? That must've been scary. You know, let's, how about a hug? How about a, you know, cause that's what, you know, who, you know, who, who, who hurt me? What, what did they do? How does it affect me? Those are all vital. And I found yeah. that I skip past those because I don't think that, that my feelings are valid. Um, whereas the fact is, it's like, no, somebody did something like it is affecting me. Yeah. It's like, cause uh, when, you know, when they talk about it, like it, whether it's fancied or real, it's like, it's because I've gone down the path of once the feeling passes, then I beat myself up because mm-hmm. I'm back in perfectionism. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't let so-and-so bother me. And I said that to my wife once and she goes, no, 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 no. Now you're going into that perfectionism thing. It's, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is it did bother you. So now you get to find out why. Be curious. Be curious about it. It's an adventure. Why did that bother me? Oh, my God. You know? Right. Yeah. Because right. it's, it's instead of being like, oh, I should be better than having feelings. It's mm. like, no, like, stop it. You know? So it's, there is... <sighs> There is a lot of that that goes on, especially with, you know, my boy and he's stuck and like, we can't even go to a playground. I mean, it's, it's just, it's fucked, you know, like we, he doesn't, it's, he's not socializing at school because there is no school. And now they're talking about sending them back. And I'm like, are we fucking kidding? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. But at any rate, it's, it's, I get a lot of, um, I get to be of service in that way of like, like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not telling you to do something because I'm bigger than you. I'm like, my job is to keep you safe. Okay. And so we're, we're doing something that's not safe. And there are times I honest, truly to God, I wrote this down actually in an inventory the other day where I was like, I'm, I'm, I, part of me is a little jealous of my son because he's already so uh, good at expressing his feelings. Yeah. You know, like he can express them, acknowledge them and then move past them. Wow. You know, and it's like, dude, you are ahead of the game (laughs) on a lot of us. That story you told really hit me in a lot of areas. I had a, gosh, my dad was 40 when I was born and he was a sober dad. And um, I have spent a lot of my step work uh, talking about the moments where I was just a kid. You know, I was just a kid. And the the appropriate response isn't necessarily to jump to C or Mm -hmm. um, I love that correction because like, see, my dad always used to do this one. Hey. What'd you learn? No, <laughs> no. Did your, did your head crack open? No. Are you okay? You know, no, let me give you a hug. But what did right. you learn? And I'd be like, don't roller skate in the garage. It's slippery. And he'd say, good. Now go clean your room. <laughs> and it would always be that. There was none of that. Like, Hey, yeah. you're a kid and you scared the shit out of yourself. What do you need? You know? Yeah. There are so many times yeah. I say to him, say to my son um there's nothing wrong with the way that you feel like there's nothing wrong with being upset right now there's nothing wrong with being frustrated 
what's not okay is the way that you're expressing it. We can't say, we can't talk to other people that way. We can't <laughs> slam doors like that. Yeah. You know, we can't break our things. If we, if we break our things, then we don't get to have things, you know? But so uh, put it this way. When I was in trouble as a kid, I used to have to go sit on the stairs and that was punishment. Mm-hmm. My son, we say, all right, why don't you go to your room and feel your feelings? Um, and it's, and it's his time to just let the feeling pass or process it or realize this isn't as big a deal as I'm making it or whatever, whatever. Cause it's, it's, you're, you're overwhelmed with feelings right now. Go feel them. Yeah. Um, and it is so funny. Like, like he, he's, he's four and a half and he'll just be like, He'll run out of the room and just be like, I have to go feel my feelings. <laughs> it's just the best. I love it. You're teaching emotional self-regulation. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's I you'll laugh at this. Um, I'm roommates with Brandy Posey. And she has, I don't know if you've ever met her dog, Jackson. But the first couple of weeks with me and Jackson, he attacked me often. Often. And he's a strong little dog. He, he, I have scars on my foot now. Like he, he's fucked me up. And the last time he really, one of the last times he really got me, he, I, I was trying to take him out for a walk because we got to that point where he'd let me do that. I'm taking him out for a walk and he got a little too close to the door. His little paw got kind of stuck under it. So he turned around and he just tore into my foot and I fell on the ground the whole, the whole night. Just like, ah, and I got up. And I put the leash on him. I said, we're going on this goddamn walk. And I'm all frustrated. I turned into my dad. I was just like, I'm like, no, we're going on this walk. I don't care how scared you are. We're going on this fucking walk. I've got real angry energy. And then I took a deep breath and we get about halfway around the block and I start to talk to a dog about, hey man, we got to figure out different ways for you to like, let me know when you're afraid. Cause I get that like, you're afraid you thought I was going to hurt you. And in order to keep you safe, you can't bite my limbs all the time. Like I can't keep you safe if you're harming me. <laughs> and then I just started hysterically laughing. <laughs> I was like, here I am trying to, trying to rehab client, this fucking dog. <laughs> just like, just like, Hey man, can we figure out a different way to handle these issues in the future? <laughs> like, wow. please let me know. But it's funny how that old, like that comes out. And I think it's beautiful. It's coming out in your parenting. That's uh, amazing. I love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, you would, you had mentioned forgiveness before. What is your, um, what is your experience of forgiveness? Like, what is that experience for you? Um, well, I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've had to, I've gotten to, uh, forgive myself for, I don't want to say everything cause that sounds dramatic, but, um, but for, you know, the things that I used to beat myself over the head with, you know, mm-hmm. beat myself up with mm-hmm. of like, you know, like, God, why the fuck would you do that? Why'd you say that? And this is mm-hmm. stuff from the entire breadth breadth of my life you know like mm. i i will well, i guess not really anymore but like once in a while i would um i would remember shit from like 
like I'm talking like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And be like, why the fuck? What the fuck were you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, um, all the way up until you know late thirties of just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> of so of just trying to amend behavior and you know not be that guy anymore both both in the i mean if if, making mistakes is making mistakes or doing something stupid is doing something stupid there's nothing wrong with it you know or even like i don't i don't know that i mean maybe there were nothing's coming to mind but like when i was intentionally trying to hurt someone I mean, I've, I've definitely done that with my words, you know, where I'm like, I'm scared mm-hmm. back to that again. And I'm going to embarrass you, you know, so that I can save myself or not or whatever, you know. Uh, so even like stuff that wasn't a mistake, that was an intention, uh, a, a bad intention. There's still like, I don't have to be that guy anymore. But then on top of it, I don't have to be the guy that uses all that shit to just, you know, bully myself with. Mm-hmm. Um, I can forgive both of those guys, you know. And then yeah, I think the number one person on my resentment list was me. Mm-hmm. Sure, right? I mean, come on. How could it not be? You suck, Dave. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I haven't said much. I just want to let the listeners know I was still here because uh, I, I suck so bad that I just wanted to stay quiet for a while. I started talking about Twitter followers and you guys are like, all right, fuck you, Dave. We're going to go on to our own conversation. So that's... Dave, <laughs> Dave. Don't worry. I got, I got a hot tent stuff coming up after the podcast. <gasps> Dave, no! No, Dave! Come back! We got Dave, such the, good the, content the, the, about parenting. The pen's, are, the pen's already clicking. I do, I do want to say, though, Dave, in the middle of us talking about that, I did follow you on Twitter. So there you go. There you oh, go. Fi- finally. So many followers. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, follow Dave. He needs it. He needs it. <laughs> he Dave needs, needs it. it. <laughs> I, I need you to all be part of this cult that I'm forming where we, we, uh, we, we, we go and handle the world's problems via hate tweets. Yeah, listen, I... I, I definitely, I, I heard of some sexual harassment stuff in uh, meetings and I, uh, I really, I did take to, to social media and I didn't blast any particular fellowship, but I was just like, fucking knock it off. And if you don't, I swear to God, I will find you and I will roast you until you cry. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, I will fucking hunt you down. I have a very specific set of skills. I will dox you and I will harass you. Leave these women alone. <laughs> That's uh, Anna Valenzuela, everybody, and Taken Five. <laughs> It's a very dorky take it, you know? It's just mostly me yelling at Brandy about how men are scummy sometimes. <laughs> but, and other individuals, humans, humans, any human can be a, can be a gross predator. But I digress. What's the weirdest apology you've ever given or gotten? Like a men's wise. The weirdest apology I've ever given or gotten... I mean, I gave my my dad 
40 bucks that I took from his dresser, you know, in 1993. Um, and he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Um, and it's, and it's so, it's so, it's so, it was so perfect of a reaction to like, I just, I come in the room and I give him the two twenties and he goes, uh, Ah, oh, what what uh, what step is this? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is. I'm on nine. I'm making amends. I don't I don't know if you remember. I took there was like a whole to do of like where's this forty dollars? It was on his dresser and then it's just gone, and he didn't remember at all. But clearly, it it had been bothering me for you know twenty five years Decades. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, 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 but it was so perfect too, because he was like, eh, he's not, doesn't, he's not in recovery, doesn't, uh, do any of that shit. Um, and he's like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, I think that's only supposed to be stuff you did when you were drinking. And I'm like, uh, it's not, <laughs> it's not, I'm, I've, I read a whole book about it. Um, <laughs> And he's like, I'm nah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, I, do you want me to take the? He's no, 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 I'll keep the money. <laughs> but it was just like, that's it was just perfect because it's like, of course he would mansplain me my own, <laughs> my own program. See, um, I, I really want this to be a sketch where you play your dad and then you just reenact that whole moment with like just the quick cuts between the two of you. Cause I've never seen a picture of your dad, but I just imagine it's you with like white hair and maybe some spectacles. That's he does wear spectacles. Yes. His hair is still, <laughs> he, it. he's a redhead, but it hasn't, it hasn't all gone gray, but, uh, I wonder if I have one on my, I definitely have a picture <laughs> of him on my phone. I, I, I like, uh, I think my dad move in, in that situation would have been like, Okay, that what year was that? Let me get my phone. I'm going to adjust that for inflation. <laughs> that's true. I should have. I should have. I should have given interest. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been like, "Oh, that's like two hundred fifty dollars." Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> well, Rhode Island was in a recession then, so actually, I it worked out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Malacone took down the. Uh, the uh, the building and loan no not the building and loan the savings and well, well fuck what was it ah, I can't remember listen to Crime Town they talk about it I I grew up with it I grew up with it I lived it I yes. lived it yes that's like I grew up in Northern California so I grew up in the wake of the Golden State Killer like every news Ooh. report was like rape 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 and we were like what <laughs> um, but go ahead Dave. I was going to say, Matt, what does your day-to-day spiritual practice look like? Um, a big part of it is, I mean, as soon as I wake up, I think, I ask myself, what day is it? That's um, a good start. Yes. Beca- it is. Be- uh, and then, uh, and what Especially I'm asking. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, yeah, early on when people were saying, like, I'm, I'm losing track of what day it is, um, I, that's when I, I mean, I always noticed I did it, but, like, I noticed, like, I don't lose track of the day because that's, uh, that's the first thing I, like, when I'm shaking out the cobwebs. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm, really, I'm asking myself, like, 
what I'm, what am I doing today to stay sober? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like what, what, what group am I talking to? Um, what, what ways can I be of service? Um, how quickly can I be of service? Is it, you know, is it, uh, my off day, but I'll let my wife sleep in just cause she'll have a better day if she can sleep a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, what does my son need? You know, can we get some Cheerios? Can we get some, you know, and v- very politely remind him how we ask for things. And it's not just, you know, we don't make demands, which is in a real important way that I get to be of service to him is to, you know, teach him how to treat people, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that there are consequences to everything that we do. Um, and then it's, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, I mean, the last few months, it's been a very stripped down version of that, of just being of service in and around the house. Um, with with other fellows just with phone calls you know picking them up and making them mm-hmm. but um you know j- just even just yesterday i was like we have really really gotten into a routine of when the and we have a dishwasher which is like the greatest yeah. gift in in history um but it can lead to just laziness on my mm-hmm. part of like so as soon as that thing's done washing i unload it i put the mm-hmm. dishes away and then the dirty dishes don't pile up in the sink it used to be you know the whole sink is just full of fucking and so it's like i wouldn't empty the dishwasher until the sink was unmanageable mm. so now i keep that manageable and it keeps it it's just a nicer my brain works better when the, the, I'm not living in clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, and I, and I'm very aware of looking at the clock when I do something, I'm like, all right, what time is it now? And then when I'm done, I'm like, how long did that really take? Mm-hmm. And then I'm so much more fulfilled spiritually for having spent 90 seconds, you know, just opening and closing cupboards. And it's so before I do anything, whether it's step work or housework or, you know, creative work, it always feels like the biggest pain in the ass I can imagine, like almost torturous. I build it up in my head to like, this is so fucking awful that I have to do this stuff. And instead I switch my perspective to, well, I get to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when it's done, I feel fucking good about myself. You know, I feel good just, and I'm happy. I'm like, I don't feel like there's something hanging over me. Even like if a bill comes in, like I try to pay it that day, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like, instead of it just being this fucking dagger hanging over mm-hmm. me, I don't know. I love that. So what would, what would you say your relationship is with your higher power then? If you have one, I do have one. I do have one. I mean, it's, it's God is, uh, I call it God. Um, God is just the stuff that I don't know. The, the stuff that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff that 
ends up working out. Um, cause it's just, it, it, so my relationship is very, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm pretty at peace with it. Um, of just like, I don't feel, I don't feel alone basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I try, I also try not to think about it too much. Um, I mean, like I have a conscious contact with it, but it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's put it this way. I used to question it and look for answers. And now I don't question it and I get way more answers. Um, you know, the, the less I try to figure it out, the more sense it makes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel. I think I just feel safe and kind of taken care of even, even when, you know, the ass fell out of, you know, the country and all of a sudden, like where the fuck is any money going to come from? And I had booked a couple jobs right before this happened. And then it's like, Oh, nothing's going to happen with them. And then it's like, Oh fuck, you know, like I got a fucking kid and like, you know, all that shit. And in but instead of just panicking, and I also I don't like my I I'm real big on, you know, action because it's like I heard once somebody describe it as like, well, God has no hands. You have to take the action. You have to pick mm, up the tools that are laid. I love your, that. Right? Yeah. Cause it's, you know like my best friend always puts it he's like well you can't lock yourself you you can't lock yourself in a closet because you're hungry and then pray to god to stick a hot dog through the keyhole it's it's not how it works never a hot dog that's right (laughs) is this it god is this the hot dog I told I told Brady the other day. She goes, "What's your ideal living situation in a romantic relationship?" And I said, "A duplex with a glory hole." <laughs> and she was like, "That's hilarious." I'm like, "I like my space." <laughs> the the CDC says glory holes are the safest form of uh, uh, sexual interaction now. So uh, the more you know, star wipe. <laughs> I love it. Dave, get that last question. Sure. Matt, <laughs> last question. What would you tell someone just like you listening? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's a. Yeah. I mean, somebody just like me listening. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to go that way. And it's 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 not gonna go the oh what is it it's not gonna go the way you think, and it's not gonna go that way either. You know, it's just mm. I don't know. I I you don't. I would say you don't know anything, and that's fine. That's actually the best place for you to be. You know, mm-hmm. just that if if serenity for me now is is really if i can get to a place of saying yeah maybe i don't know mm-hmm. i mean that's just like that's that's like that's some like high level like nirvana buddha shit of just like like oh i don't i don't know 
You know, yeah. I, I love all those like stories of like, you know, all that Zen shit or, you know, of just, this is it. This is it right now, right here. This is, this, this is it. It's like you that made Van Halen it. song. Right That's right. Now. Right now. That's right. <laughs> we did it. We did it. I cannot hear that song and not think of Crystal Pepsi. I can't. It's just like the taste of Crystal Pepsi. It all comes running back. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you seem like a guy that's got some Crystal Pepsi tucked away. Well, I'm from Rhode Island. Where did you grow up? I grew up Illinois. North- and I was in Northern California, a little, little mining town that, you know, looked like a Tom Waits song. Wow, all three that- of us literally cover West, Middle, East right now. Wow. Yeah. Because I wasn't, because I mean, like Rhode Island is like, it's, it is like the test product state because it's so small, but so densely populated that it's like, that was like one of the first places where you could get Crystal Pepsi just because it was, that's just (laughs) the way that they, yeah, they, they, they tend to, they check. It's true. They like, it's true. You yeah. guys get you guys get all the weird like Taco Bell products, you know, like like uh, tacos made of chicken, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. For a limited time only, come on down. <laughs> yeah, Providence. Rhode Rhode Island is the Mikey uh, uh, of of the testing world. It's like just give it to Rhode Island. That's he'll, right. He'll like it. Yeah. If they like it, the rest of these dummies will like it, and we yeah. did. Uh, we all bought Crystal Pepsi for like five minutes, and uh, I'm pretty sure. That's why all kids from the 80s are a little spazzy. Um, <laughs> but Matt, where can people find you? Where can people find what you're doing right now? Like, where where can people search you out? Yeah, plug your uh, shit. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at McCarthy Redhead. And um, if you uh, like what we talked about, I have a podcast with my wife called I Love You Okay. <gasps> um yeah, we do with, that with Glennis uh, McCarthy. She is a right. damn delight. Oh right. my we, god! It's 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 it seems like it's a relationship podcast, and then we you know we talk a lot about our own recovery and uh, our our relationship. And then if you like pro wrestling, I do the We Watch Wrestling podcast every mm-hmm. Wednesday. And then if you like dumb movies and videotapes, I do justifying my movie collection on the weekends and late I, I had been watching every Godzilla and King Kong movie and then they kept moving the release date. So I had to put that on pause. Um, and then, uh, but my, my, the thing I love the most is, is finding old VHS tapes, you know, stuff that was recorded with a VCR or, you know, anything like that. And just, especially if, if there's a label or no label and just being like, all right, what's on this tape? Fucking finding out. So is I do it love porn, that. Is it porn it. or is it kids soccer? No, I we'll get see. this. I get this because I was an anime fan really early in life, and back in the day, mm-hmm. before you could download anime, it would just be VHS tapes that were passed around, and it was usually a combination of different episodes from shows and like hentai. So it was like my first experience with porn was anime. <laughs> and I'd be Ooh. like, "Whoa, what is that?" And can I break your heart? I know this. Is like, I just have to tell you the story. Uh, my dude's name is uh, Stuart Thompson. He just lost his grandmother. He goes up to help his family clear out her house. And they threw out unwrapped VHS tapes that she had purchased. Oh, a, unopened? A working Betamax player. 
and all of the Betamax. I almost leapt through the phone. I was like, you are so rich. You don't know what kind of fun shit you have in that house. How dare you? <sighs> I, uh, my heart broke. I was like, a working Betamax player? Why didn't you bring it back? I can email that. I, we can give it to a friend. It's, that's gold. That's like, that's like 80s gold. Why? And he was just like, no. We just yep. got rid of it. And this is how we like hey. to end. We, yeah, we love to end all of our 12 questions podcast with fuck to Stuart Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I like, I love it, but it was definitely like, I had to have a, I'd have a poverty collector moment with him. Like, this is how you collect uh, poor people fun. <laughs> this is how poor people mm. have fun. <laughs> I would love a Betamax machine. Are you kidding me? I have a Laserdisc working <sighs> Laserdisc player right here next oh! to me. I have I need I I have a good idea of what piece broke in my CED player over there. Yeah. I got to get that going again. That's the worst part. Well, there's way worse parts <laughs> about the quarantine, but one of the additional things is that I I used to love going to estate sales. Yeah, can't go were, treasure hunting right now. Can't go treasure hunting. Same. I love estate. I was like, are you guys going to have an estate sale? They were like, no, they're just more concerned with clearing out the house. She was kind of a hoarder. And I'm like, you have to have an estate sale. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love estate sales. I love thrift stores. I love like, I love digging through trash, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave. Plug your shit. I'm sorry. I had to just tell that story because no. Matt would Matt understood what happened to my heart when that when I was given we, that we, information. We all understood, <laughs> and, and like I said, it, it 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 would not be a 12 questions podcast unless we said something about Stuart Thompson in regards to how shitty he is. <laughs> he's uh, not shitty. He's just <laughs> he's just very privileged. He's very privileged. You can you can find me. <laughs> Hate tweeting Stuart Thompson for this week uh, <laughs> at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy. Uh, I will be making fun of Stuart Thompson's <laughs> new album called Dandy Man. Yes. Uh, so make sure you watch me shit on Su- Stuart Thompson all week uh, and tag Anna <laughs> Valenzuela in it at Yates Comedy on all social media and at Ha Ha Hot Sauce on Instagram, HaHaHotSauce.com if you want some spicy hot sauce. Yeah, and real talk, buy that man's album because until Latinas make as much as white men, I'm making him buy me food. Um, I uh, you Getting can food find, for life. Getting food for life. Uh, you can find me at Anna Via's phone on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on AnnaValenzuela.com. You can follow this podcast at 12QPod on Twitter, Instagram. You could Gmail us at that. You can find us on, on Facebook, um, and you can listen to us on all major platforms. And how we end this podcast every single single time is uh dave if nobody's told you this today i love you love you too and matt if nobody's told you this today we love you i love you maddie yeah i love you guys we love you too thanks for listening everybody if you're listening to this today and nobody's told you this we love you okay bye bye